everyone. Welcome to Cycles of Life podcast. My name is Jana Pusha and I am a coach, I'm a meditation teacher and a people profession professional too. So welcome to Podmas. This is episode three. Today we're talking about intuitive living. This is actually something that came from you, <laughs> my listeners. So on Instagram I did ask that any specific topics that you would like me to cover and a few of you go back to me so thank you so so much for doing that I cannot explain how helpful that is <laughs> and actually came up with some really good suggestions things that I can be talking about so before I go any further I just want to make a very quick disclaimer <laughs> I think my neighbors are doing something so if you hear some strange knocking sounds um it is not me it's them <laughs> it's just the reality of living in, Lo- in London I think so I can't really avoid that so let's jump in and talk about intuitive living so what I want to talk about today really is obviously just my own musings and how I understand it how I how I brought more of that well intuitive living into my life how some things that I've read about what kind of helps me so what I'm going to talk about today is um how intuitive living is often actually connected to our feminine. So reconnecting to that. Um, Then how can we create those little small rituals and practices that really help us to look inward? How can we surround ourselves with things that bring us calm and peace? Just in general, how to slow down. What helps to slow down when we actually can start to listen to what is happening inside of us, what our intuition is telling us? And how hard it is sometimes, not sometimes, often, <laughs> to disconnect ourselves from all the external shoulds, if you like, and musts and have tos. Because often they almost scare our intuition away, or we, because they're so much louder, so much more emotional, often we lose ourselves in them. So these are just some of the things that I would like to talk about today. So let's just jump in. Let me stop blabbering on. <laughs> so, um, I think I wanted to open up and talk about actually how intuition is very much connected to feminine and our femininity. So in the last few years, actually, I've been really interested in the whole concept of how we lost this very gentle, subtle, feminine power. Um, Hear me out. Let me just give you a little bit of background and what I mean by that. So um, I do read a lot of books about history, about spirituality, religion. I would not consider myself religious at all, but I'm very spiritual in a sense that there are things that I believe in, and but they don't necessarily align with one particular religion. It's just kind of the way that I look at the world. But I'm still incredibly interested. So I do read a lot about Christianity and kind of history of that because it has changed so much. And obviously we will never know what was actually happening 2,000 years ago. What what was what is the actual truth? But um, I think the more I read about it, the more it explains things. And actually what happened over the last many, many centuries, and some people actually pinpoint it to the 14th century, so being quite specific about it. But during that time, we lost our femininity. During that time, actually, masculine power was more important, was more needed potentially at that time. So actually, all the qualities that are normally associated with masculine 
became more important. And women almost lost their voice in that time. And that's when all the witch hunts happened again. Is something that I'm very interested in. I read a lot about it and I listen to many podcasts. I just find it fascinating. And yes, of course, there were many men who were prosecuted as well due to witch hunts, but it was mainly women. It was mainly women. Um, And all of that is connected to just how church, because obviously church was the main power during those days, they kind of completely discarded anything mystical, if you like. They decided that anything mystical, anything that they can't explain is what comes from devil and hence should be prosecuted. And I find that absolutely fascinating because actually we still can see it in our world because if we talk about anything spiritual, anything intuition related, anything witchy if you like, people often roll their eyes because it's sort of things that they can touch, they can feel and hence they always say that they don't exist. That's not true. It's not logical. So it's that very logical mind, very physical things. Only they have power. So we completely disregarding other things. And actually, depending which part of the internet you kind of hang out in, <laughs> you will see that actually more and more people are coming back to things that we can't touch, things that we don't see, but we can feel them. And I think that's why it's such an influx of people being interested in astrology, in meditation, crystals, all of these things that for a very long time we kind of just saw as something just a bit woo-woo. But actually, all the world around us, we just cannot explain it with just science, if you like, or just pure medicine or Western medicine, the way we see it. So actually, now we're starting to come to kind of acknowledgement or understanding that there must be something else because it just feels that there should be something else. We just feel that there's something more to life than just what we can see, what we can touch. So yeah, I just wanted to give that disclaimer, which um, I thought would be much shorter by end up being quite a long time, quite a long, took quite a while. Um, but hopefully that was interesting to you because it's something that I'm really interested in. And if you want to continue this conversation, please let me know because it's something that I'm very passionate about. So yeah, something that basically that feminine, intuitive, gentle has been forbidden for a very long time, for centuries. It's been punishable. So that's why as humanity, we kind of pushed it away. Well, humanity, I mean here Western humanity, because of course, loads of people who lived outside of the Western world, if you like, or who were colonized by the Western world, loads of them always been connected to nature, to that intuitive power. And our Western world kind of arrived and trying to remove it all. But now we're actually realising that actually that was something that is a huge part of our life and we need more of that as well. So yeah, that's how I see and that's why I think more and more people are really interested actually. How does that connect to our modern world? And it's not simple, it's not easy, it's not straightforward. But I think there's definitely things that we can do to bring more of that into our current modern life, if you like. So I think some things that really help me and I think will help a lot of other people is really thinking about what small rituals and practices can you create in your life that will really help you to look inward more. It's not going to surprise you, of course, that first one for me is meditation. 
So we're having that regular practice. You don't have to meditate. Absolutely not. I think that loads of people will benefit from that. But of course, it's not for everyone. It's also things like, for me, again, it's using tarot cards. Again, I just use them as a little little tool that helps me to come connect to my intuition. So I, um, I use them quite often, actually. If I have any specific questions or any specific things I want to think uh, talk about or understand more. Um, but I always do a little caro spread every new moon and full moon. So that kind of falls every two weeks pretty much. So I always do that. I just find it's such a nice way to reconnect with yourself. Um, another one as well is actually in the last few years, I started really paying attention to my dreams. And just googling <laughs> what do some of them mean and actually sometimes they're really powerful like this morning i had a very nice dream that i was dreaming in a clear water it was just fantastic i was diving fully in and it was just nice and warm and just lovely and actually then i looked up what does it mean and actually it's quite a nice sign <laughs> so uh, i'm not gonna bore you with all the details because i know listening to people's dreams is probably one of the most <laughs> boring thing in the world um but yeah just paying attention to that because all often there are some signs that come through our subconscious and dreams can't explain them and again sometimes I actually use tarot cards to help me understand my dreams a bit more so yeah just something that i find quite helpful as well um another thing as well is actually surrounding yourself with things that bring calm and peace in your life because if you are feeling on edge if you are feeling anxious all the time it's really hard to hear your intuition because those emotions they kind of overpower everything else and that's all you can focus on so actually being very mindful what's around you what small things can you change because of course it's not always possible we do have all very stressful life and believe me i understand as someone who lives in london and zone two i know i know there's so many there's so much noise, <laughs> there's so many lights around all the time. But it's just being mindful. What can you do to bring a little bit more of that slowness and peacefulness into your life? So things that I find helpful is music. So I have a lot of very calm playlists on Spotify. Callum always laughs at me because they're very kind of airy-fairy. But I really like them. <laughs> I listen to a lot of like kind of American folk music I just, on the background. I just think it adds a beautiful layer of peacefulness into my life um, I also sometimes listen to them when I'm um, out and about again I just find for me they put me in a little bubble and I feel a bit more protected from everything that's happening around me all the smells all the noises um, of course if you know me you will know how I'm pretty much obsessed with houseplants <laughs> I do have quite a few I think I'm around 60-70 houseplants in my flat and it's only a two, two, very small two-bed flat um, so yeah, they just help me feel more connected. They, I find it really calming. So yeah, loads of green plants in my house. Um, and also the colours that I wear. So you will probably never see me wearing something like red or just something very bright and stimulating. I tend to gravitate towards calming colours. So again, I have a lot of green clothes. Black, just because it's neutral. Greys, whites, blues. Something very calming. Something that helps me. Uh, candles I find them very peaceful I mean I have a candle right now <laughs> burning next to me as I'm recording this um, books I find it comforting <laughs> art on the walls as well um, I have kind of a gallery walls 
gallery, sorry, gallery wall in every room in my house. So I have loads of art that kind of my partner and I have collected over the years. Something that is really meaningful to us. There are some photos. I actually really like. I have in a few rooms. I have some dry flowers as well, and then just not just random dry flowers. They're from places that mean something to me. And again, I just find a really nice little touches that help me to kind of connect with myself. Um, clean home and decluttering as well. Like my work desk is always quite minimal. I'm not a minimalist in any shape or form. I pretty much hoarder books and plants in my house. <laughs> but I do not like clutter. So actually regularly decluttering, cleaning, dusting. All of that really helps me just to stay calmer stay a bit more peaceful. So next thing is actually how can we slow down to hear ourselves because if our mind is really busy, if our surroundings is really busy, it's really hard to hear your intuition. So again, finding things that help you. Breathing is a fantastic thing. So if something you're interested in, I do strongly recommend just looking up a few breathing techniques. Um, I think I did somewhere <laughs> on Instagram there's a reel that I did about a very simple uh, breathing technique that is called breathe uh, sorry box breathing I will try to link it below um, because actually when we calm the breath our mind comes down as well and it's not about often when people talk about breathing they talk about having very taking very deep breath but actually it's not about the deepness or it's not just about the deepness of your breath it's about slowness of your breathing. So try to slow down the way you breathe. That will bring calmness into your body. Um, so yeah, slowing down, breathing, having a nice cup of tea, turning away from all the destructions that are happening around you. And actually, something that is very powerful, is just asking yourself, what do you want right now? So once you get into that calm state, just truly listening and asking what do you want right now not what you have to do or you should do but what do you want right now is it just to sit down for five minutes on a sofa with a cup of tea is it to go for a nice walk outside is it to eat something very nourishing is it to read a book is it to call a friend whatever that is acknowledging that and following that because once we get those little signs from our body from our intuition once you start listening to them, more and more will be coming through. So it's teaching yourself how to do that. Maybe you can even set a little reminder on your phone. So even just once a day, cr creating that little moment of peace and asking yourself, checking in with yourself and saying, what do you need? What is that <laughs> that will help you in your life? Um, and something that I've touched on as well and kind of connected to what I've just been talking about it's really trying to challenge all the shoulds, must-haves, to-dos in your head because often they come from external. So they're not something that, something that you want to do. It's often it feels like it's stuff that you feel that you should do. So let me explain. Often it's external conditioning. So this comes from school, from our parents, our friends, social media. There's so much noise around about it right now. So it's just really challenging these things. So if you, feel, if you feel like you have to be busy all the time because if you're not busy, then you're lazy, you're not worthy. 
really challenging those thoughts. And actually, who said that? Where is this coming from? Because again, it's quite often driven by the culture around us, the socialist, capitalist, (laughs) sorry, not socialist, capitalist world that we live in right now. All of that is connected to these external expectations. So really thinking, how can we disconnect from that a little bit? How can we start challenging them? And actually, do they serve us? Because sometimes, of course, they do. We have to play by the rules. We live in this society. It's quite hard for us to completely disconnect and go into like a hermit mode, (laughs) not live in this. It's impossible. Often we have to play by the rules. But just disconnecting a little bit from them, challenging them, that could be so liberating. And it can be quite hard to do it by yourself. So I do recommend, if this resonates, if you think, actually, yes, I I feel this, um, I do recommend actually finding a therapist that you can work with, to kind of someone who will help you to work through these things. Or a life coach as well. I'm not trying to plug myself here, <laughs> I promise. But again, a life coach can help you with these things because they will see it. It's easier to pick up on these things by someone else rather than you trying to kind of go through your own feelings and do it yourself. So yeah, I think this is all I kind of wanted to talk through about when it comes to intuitive living. I'm hoping this was useful. Again, would always love to know what you hear, what you hear, what did you find interesting, um, what kind of stood out maybe. Maybe you don't agree with things. Again, would love to hear that as well. But yeah, it's just all about coming back to ourselves, finding who we actually truly are, hiding behind all of these external expectations, layers and layers of expectations that maybe sometimes don't serve us anymore. So how can we let go of them? How can we hear ourselves more? Because, oh, life is so much more delicious if you live from that place rather than constantly fighting against the world around you. But yeah, Again, thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, as always, please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please share this actually with your friends as well. I would really appreciate if you do that. The more people can hear it, the happier I will be. And hopefully I can help others as well. If you want to stay in touch, follow me on Instagram. Uh, you can also subscribe to my newsletter. I don't spam. I only send it out once a month, sometimes even less than that. But that's probably the best way to keep in touch and see what I'm up to. Bye. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.